you desire to attend Bible college or seminary, but know that it would be incredibly difficult to uproot your family and move somewhere? Maybe you desire to attend seminary, but you don't want to leave your local congregation. Let me tell you about my seminary, Whitfield Theological Seminary. Whitfield is a conservative, confessional, classical, reformed seminary who wants to come alongside congregations and assist them in raising up a pastor. The training of a minister should be done alongside of a congregation. Whitfield offers online classes so that you can fulfill your calling without having to move your family or abandon your church. Go check them out at www.reformed.info. That is www.reformed.info. Tell them you heard about them on The Daily Brew. We at The Daily Brew take the Bible and the study of it very seriously. Have you ever wondered where we or our special guests go when we want to dive into God's Word more deeply? We go to Logos, the best Bible software available. From in-depth word studies in the original languages to commentaries from scholars, both new and old. There are lexicons and grammars and sermons and collected works of heroes of the faith. And even ancient texts for the serious Bible students. Never before has so many great tools been bundled together into one software. To learn more about this incredible ministry, call 888-390-7341. That's 888-390-7341. While you're there, go ahead and tell them that you heard about this incredible software on The Daily Brew. Listen up, Daily Brew subscribers and listeners. I want to tell you about our newest partner, Audio Blocks and Video Blocks. They're an incredible resource if you're looking for background footage, background audio. We use them for all our video and audio uh, needs. If you're needing background clips, if you're needing short footage for any video that you're making for your business or your church, or just looking for background noises for putting something together, they have everything you need, a huge selection. You have to go check them out. Go check them out at audioblocks.com or videoblocks.com. Are you looking for something fun to do on these hot summer days? Are you looking for something fun for the whole family? Go check out Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies. This has been rated the number one aquarium in the country. If you're looking to waddle with the penguins or sleep with the sharks, this is the place for you. For an up-close view, check out their glass-bottom boat. Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies has something for the whole family. For more information, go to ripleyaquariums.com. You are busy. You are always on the go. But are you making time for you? The Y is dedicated to helping you stay active, live better, and find the best possible version of you. From basketball courts to functional training space, indoor pools, and yoga studios, the best of Knoxville is right in your backyard. Group classes and personal trainers that will challenge and encourage you. The Y has something for everyone. Join the Y and get unlimited access to all five locations. From the heart of downtown Knoxville to Farragut and Halls, all with no contracts. For a better us.
This is The Daily Brew. have the joy today of having Jason Roy. He's the lead singer of Building 429. They have been nominated for Band of the Year, uh, New Artist of the Year, uh, Song of the Year. I think the list probably could go on. So uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Jason, thank you so much for taking the time to join the show. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. So Jason, before we get to talking about uh, the newest album, uh, could you give us maybe a little background how Building 429 came together? Yeah, uh, well, we came together in an era where there weren't um, a lot of, you know, uh, worship bands and such. We came together in 99, um, back when if you had an electric guitar, you'd get kicked out of church, you know? Um, but, you know, it's a funny thing. We, we were we all like rock and roll music. We thought it was really cool. And we also really uh, enjoyed enjoyed ministry and believed in the power of music. And so I found a couple of people that were crazy as I was to follow me and we booked our own shows for three and a half years. We played like a hundred hundred and ten live shows a year. We played from uh, at the time we were out of Raleigh, North Carolina, so we played from North Carolina. The first year we remember we took a big tour. New York we went from North Carolina to New York across to Seattle up to Alaska, back down through LA, back through Texas, back home. And uh and then we just did that every year until Nashville came calling and lo and behold somebody wanted to offer us a record deal and, and uh we were off to the races. So I guess uh, the rest is history. Um, <laughs> another question we have for you is, how has your music changed or developed, uh, maybe since your first album to this album? How has it changed or progressed, or does it look any different at all? Oh, gosh. Well, the, the first thing I'd say is that when I was younger, and when we were a younger band, we really leaned hard on the, on the musical side of things. I mean, we really wanted to make super creative musical you know, pieces. And I'm not saying we achieved that. I'm just saying that's what our goal was. Lyrical content, depth, weight, all those kinds of things were not really paramount to us when we were younger. Uh, over time, as I've grown older, uh, it's become it's shifted in an interesting way. You know, uh, we, we are all very accomplished musicians at this point, and, uh, and we have the ability to shift gears and become just full-on a musical band, but we really do focus hard on the emotion of, of lyric and melody, and... Uh, and that's really kind of the key thing for us now. And so I think that, that that along with the reality that while we still in our hearts are kind of a rock band, we understand uh, that um, at least uh, in the Christian music business, uh, rock and roll is not really the, the biggest thing right now. So we, we know how to morph and to shift and to keep our edge, uh, but do it in a way that's more palatable to those around us. I love hearing how bands... Uh progress and change over time but really keep the heart of who they are so uh that's an amazing story um could you tell us uh, a little bit about uh where the title or what the theme of uh, this album life is a journey came from yeah live a journey well i'm not a journey guy man i hate journeys they drive me crazy i just want to be where i'm going and it's funny though like one of the greatest um pictures i can share with you about why the journey matters is, is the picture of my father and I. See, my father was a, uh, when I was young, was a hero to me. Uh, he was a rock star. I grew up in a Southern Baptist family, and we loved Jesus. My dad, uh, though, became a pro-powerlifter and got mixed up in drugs and addiction. He divorced my mom, left that family, and 
made a big mess. And uh, it's really hard as a kid, you know. And, and I've, I often wonder, like, why did that have to happen to our family? Well, in my age now, I've come to realize that because of the hurt that I felt as it related to my father and my family falling apart, I began writing songs that would not just be heard by my family, but that would be heard by millions of people around the world. And then the interesting side note to that is the reality that the songs that I wrote that blessed millions of people around the world were actually the exact same songs that led my father back to Jesus. So asking who my dad is today, my dad is a good and godly man who loves Jesus with all his heart. Why in the world did he have to take that hard left turn in the middle that just destroyed everything? Oh, that's right. So millions of people would hear the gospel in a way that they could hear it. Um, that's really a great picture of the idea of live the journey and why I'm learning to become one who understands that left turns and right turns that don't make sense in the moment oftentimes are the best thing for me, for my family, for the kingdom of God. That was an amazing response. I was not predicting that one. Um, amen. Uh, could you give us a little background uh, to the song Shame Doesn't Live Here Anymore? Uh, can you give us, uh, let us know uh, what that's about? Yeah, well, um, well, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing to wake up and be uh, 39 and to look in the mirror and go, I'm not who I thought I would be. I honestly thought I would have way more answers, and I feel like I just have more questions. And, you know, my goal from the time I was young was to be not my father. How do I make sure that I don't make the same mistakes he did? And and I do remember vividly being a teenager and looking at my dad and going, he doesn't really have the answers. He does not know. He's not clear on what this life's about. And, and he's not really on a path of that that shows that he's even moving towards that. And I remember thinking, you know, like, I'm not going to be that guy. And and it's so funny, you know, you, you wake up and you look in the mirror and you go, man, I've I, I become that guy that really doesn't fully comprehend everything. He doesn't understand, have all the right answers when his 15-year-old son comes to him. I, I'm the guy who is struggling to get a 15-year-old kid to listen to me. I'm trying to tell him, like, hey, man, listen, trust me on this, and he won't listen. How about that? That sounds very familiar to me at 15. Um, and I did everything the opposite way. So I think that what Shane doesn't live here is speaking to is the reality that that um, Shane has power as long as, we, as long as we keep all of our struggles and our doubts and our fears and failures in the darkness. When we bring them to the light, redemption, healing can begin. Um, mm-hmm. We find that, that the number one thing that, that – affects all of us and creates most depression in this world is untrue. The number one thing is, and the number one lie that Satan wants us to believe is that we are alone and that mm. struggle that we face, no one else faces. Um, mm. that's, why, that's why I look at social media and I say social media is the digital cancer. It makes us believe that we are no wrong, and that, we're, that, we're, that we have no power, that we don't matter, and that our lives are no good. And so Shane doesn't live here was, was uh, in effect me writing a song that would remind me every day that the cross has made me the righteousness of God and I don't have to live uh, ashamed of who I, who I am, who I've been, or who I'm going to be because uh, in this moment, God is still working out uh, my faith into completion. And so I, it's just a song that I had to write for me to sing every single night. And then, of course, interestingly enough, it's on a subject that's a hotbed issue for many, many people uh, you know, around the world that just look in the mirror and just don't like who they are. Um, 
I, I would remind them that you are not a mistake, and every moment that you breathe is a moment that God has ordained for you to use for His kingdom purposes. So live in the light, and don't be ashamed anymore. Hmm. Our identity is found in Christ and not who we think we are. Hmm. Yeah. Amen. We always try to toss in one or two fun questions uh, about uh, the people we interview. So whenever you're not on tour, playing, writing music, what do you do for fun? I ride dirt bikes for my son and try not to die. Uh, <laughs> I play. I, I go to CrossFit at 5.30 every morning with my wife, and I try not to die. And... Uh, <laughs> The main and goal is take my daughter, right? I'm going to take my daughter who's 12 years old on the to try not to kill anyone who looks at her phone. So there you go. <laughs> Surrounded old by plan, yeah, old plan, do not die. That's the goal. Amen. So <laughs> could you uh, maybe say one or two, and this is the last fun question for you. Um, who are like one or two uh, people who have influenced you over time, whether it be music, uh, whether it be theology, church history, fiction, um, maybe a pastor? Yeah, yeah. Who's somebody who's influenced you over time? Uh, well, my pastor, Kevin Miller, he just read a book. It's, uh, it's kind of, uh, more than, uh, more than gold. And he's a brilliant man. And I just love him. He challenges me in some many, really, really great ways. And if you want to check him out, you should. He's just fantastic. Um, that, my grandfather, um, he's probably the, the guy that I'm hoping that someday I'll be, um, more like. And then I'd also say that my road manager, he tried to for 10 years, and he's still a hero. And uh, he lives, you know, three miles from me. And, uh, and man, what a man of God. So I, I just try to surround myself with not only people who are uh, ambitious uh, in terms of just what the world would call ambition, but people who are ambitious to be uh, godly men. You know, they have ambition to, uh, to shake off the chains of the ambition of the world that we should have. Um, those are the people that I like to be surrounded by. Absolutely. John, it's uh, been an incredible joy to have you in the show. Thank you, Tom. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule, out of touring, out of riding to, to be on the show. It's been a joy. You got it, man. Thank you.